0: Start that off by saying "click the button" and expect me to not laugh. I was struggling <laughs> so hard, <laughs> uh.
1: dude. I'm feeling. Here's the deal. I, I've we've reached that. I've I've reached a point now uh, in my life, and I'm sure that you might have felt this way the same. To where I can say now that I I'm getting confused at at what podcast we're recording when I'm yes. sitting down and yeah. I, so I, I broke down a day early. Right. Cause we got back from New Mexico yesterday and I was like, I'm just kind of, so I did like a little catching up and unpacking. And I was like, I, you know what I need? I need to watch my allotted this week's episode of queen Charlotte. Yes, I just, I'm going to do that a day early on Tuesday. I'm going to do it. And I was like, I forgot for a solid 30 minutes yes. of just like walking around, just like, man, like, fuck we're gonna like shit we're gonna like really and then i'm just i'm very confused and and i forgot a little bit again before i sat down here just now
0: you're getting old yeah yeah what are you are you still 27 how long have you been fucking how old are you (laughs) i'm are you still in your 20s god damn i am okay barely though i do i mean barely (laughs) you're an honorary 30 year old uh i do want to hear about your trip because i have heard hide nor hair about your trip, to the bro,
1: great trip. Great. Okay, it was such a good trip. I one we got to do the the drive again, pretty much or half of the drive mm. that we took to Tucson, mm-hmm.
0: and, and you sent I drove me. through. You sent me that video, butthole Brownfield, Texas. Brownfield, again. Texas. Hey, pop off on the Facebook if you're from Brownfield,
1: Texas. And I just want to shake your hand, look you in the eye, and say I'm sorry. Because god damn guys. Dude, uh, what if there we, were like, wake some up tomorrow little plants
0: out there but not And many. like 80% of the listener base is gone and they're all from Brownsville. Oh, well no, Brownfield. Bra- oh, Brownfield. Uh,
1: <sighs> Brownfield because if you can recall, it is a brown the fields field. are brown. The fields are brown. <laughs> It's just all brown fields forever for hours. <laughs> yeah. Uh but it's the, they really came out hot and
0: honest with the uh-huh. name Brownfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh yeah. sometimes you get classy then, names. You know, for for yeah. places, sometimes they rip places like Texas. I swear, probably has a record for having the most bullshit, like thievery of name. We've got Paris, Texas. There's Rome, Rome. Like there's anywhere that's nice, it's got a shitty version of it in Texas.
1: Yeah, we are here for you for
0: that. But um, I would rather it time. just be like the two words, the two adjectives that you see where you're when you're standing in a town take those two things smash them together and that's the name of the town it tells you what yeah. you need to know and it we got to see the the little new
1: mexico or the the well little mountain that you see before you come which into you Roswell. which you sent me just a video of in the
0: distance yes and forgot, forgot you later were like on. why did i send you a video of nothing <laughs> <laughs> i didn't remember dude i might be slipping into insanity in like 2 years <laughs> we're going to mark this episode as like the beginning this was the telltale yeah. sign, yeah, that it
1: was all starting. Uh, but it was a lot of fun. We we just had to
0: blow right through Roswell. You mm. uh,
1: didn't even stop we at that to...
0: at that Dunkin' Donuts or whatever with the big giant alien. Okay. So on the way
1: back, we stopped at the UFO McDonald's Good. for breakfast, and I did get to make eye contact with the the cheeked up
0: Dunkin' alien. <laughs> cheeked so up. the caked up.
1: We met Good. again, uh, which was really nice, and <laughs> and I don't guess we stopped at that McDonald's. And I'm gonna send you a picture of it, bro. I'm gonna do it right now. There's a picture of Ronald McDonald riding a spaceship painted on the wall that you can't help but miss when you're waiting in the pickup I, line I'm sorry. there. <laughs> um, and it's okay. it's really because it's not even on the McDonald's. It's on the building next to the and McDonald's. You look that's at weird. and. It, look i've just
0: sent it to you it catches you off guard why does he look so thick why does he have 14 rolls on his What is he's happening? got an insect body gross i don't know i don't know but that was, that was so that was what we are the got two buttholes in the background you gotta post this picture on instagram people need to see i think this. i will i think i will
1: and i will and so look, we listen, roll through i have more to say about
0: we this picture <laughs> okay please you're right i I cut you off too early i i should i can't drop this on you and just two things why is the planet a brain and also what is with that mm. derpy ass hamburger in the back with the eyeballs you thought you could sneak him in there and me not say anything about him the planet is very
1: foldy fold foldy fold fold type (laughs) it's got a lot of folds um and i didn't even notice that cheeseburger with the eyes (laughs) (laughs) how (laughs) Oh <laughs> look at him creeping. Okay. All right. Continue on. So uh continue on. We rocked through Roswell and uh got to do that beautiful Hunter was driving this time and he was in his his little Subaru's. It was his like Subaru's like kind of first maiden voyage, you know? Oh. his little outback. And so he got to drive the little windy road that remember the real cool one when yes. we listened to Dead Can't dance. Yes! And we were driving through it at like seven in the morning. So we went through all of that. It was great. Came into Riyadoso new mexico and uh it's beautiful up there and we immediately saw an elk because that's what you do because we also immediately saw an elk we the did last it, time it stopped we traffic there, or drove through it yeah and so a uh, friend of mine um meredith aka alice cullen from the twilight party oh my god um, she nailed that costume too She nailed that costume so good. I know they both did, her and Summer. And so she has the sweetest cabin in Alto, New Mexico, and graciously was like, Come stay, come stay a weekend. We were just like, Yes, please. And also, it just so happened that this all happened because during this weekend, this is what all brought it up was that there was like a music festival that Sean James and the White Buffalo were both playing at on the same day. Oh, wow. And I'd like sent it to her. And it was like, It's basically. again? I didn't because I got to do something kind of cuter, I think. I thought it was really fun. It might have been a little creepy, but (laughs) I. (laughs) <laughs> um and, and so we we get to stay at this wonderful cabin up in alto which is just up higher it's higher than rio Doso. um and uh it was just it was perfect and it's wild there's just turkeys and deer and elk all over the place and there's fucking mustangs wild horses that have free reign through town like I like what in town, like eating flowers out of people's That's fucking crazy. bushes. Did you say in house? Like you can open. Dosa? Yeah. Where she was. Was there? Snow? Yeah. Where the cabin is. You just, uh, I, I think, wait a fuck. Hold on. It might not be. It might be. Did you just say
0: wait a fuck? Uh,
1: I did. I don't know where that came from. Um, <laughs> I have no idea. I am slipping. Um, I actually don't remember. Cause now that I think about it, I don't remember if we went down, and then up a bit or up, you know, it was, it's very, there's, I drove so many windy mountain roads in those like three days. I don't remember. How, how was the Subaru? Subaru hugged the ground like a champ. My little Honda would have been body rolling all over the place. She got filthy. <laughs> she got like a great dust covering, you know, like she looks real, she looked like a dirty Subaru, you know, and that made Hunter really happy. He was really pleased about that. Uh Oh yeah. i got so much goddamn sun and because you're so we were at about uh 7, feet elevation i think the air is thinner is that high i don't i know
0: nothing i when people start talking about elevation i just turn off we're at about 500 feet here where we are uh you don't understand me my, my ears have physically
1: closed. well either way the air is thin thinner there it's thinner there than here and that was a surprise because like when we went to Riadoso, we didn't like linger much we drove through it to get gas you know and had to keep going to Tucson like loading our carrying our bags up the stairs to the cabin like we both got to the room and we're just like what the fuck is this like it was so (laughs) different and you're also like legitimately closer to the sun you sunburn so much worse up there i swear to god like i it is wild how much more the sun is present and on saturday was the music festival day we got there at like three o'clock and this was in an open field it was really pretty there were pines all around it and but it was full sun no clouds and it was directly overhead And it was one of the most intense things I've ever felt in my life. Like the heat. Is
0: it like when we made everybody at Anahata's sit in the sun? It's
1: exactly what I told Meredith. Like after it was like, after it was done, I was like, I actually feel like I like, I feel like I was there with them in the past. Like I, they didn't know it, but I was there baking with them in that moment because time isn't linear. Dude, Sean James played in my face, went numb. It was great. Uh... Like, I, it? I, for sure, what if I can do that creeped him out. I, like, we were, I was in, I got to watch him in a lawn chair, a foldy camp chair, and I was posted up. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so. Okay, great. So, so I was in a little camp chair, you know, and this was like an open field place. And they're, so they're very prepared a- as a family. It's amazing watching them vacation it was just it was a wonderful vacation and they had the camp chairs they had the the, everything that you'd need it was always there and so I was in a camp chair and watching Sean James and yes I had my little fucking weed pen and I'd been sucking on it but like my face wasn't numb until he rocked out up on the stage and started (laughs) and then it just went numb my face just went numb and I was just like oh my god love that it was love that
0: now it's uh it is legal there in new mexico oh big time
1: recreational i got to hit Ah. up a dispensary loved that Mm -hmm. uh jealous uh uh, so much and um it was it was was... it one of the
0: dispensaries that looks like a fucking apple store
1: no man this one was awesome it was like a it was like an a-frame cabin style (gasps) Uh, Ooh, it was really cool it was called the greenery room Uh, In Rio Doso and you walk in and there's like a little window you know it's like kind of kind of how they are and like they do the id and whatnot and you go into Mm. the into the room it was very small um but they had like a really good selection I got like some five dollar fucking like thick ass pre-rolls and I was just like basically to to (laughs) my eyes yeah and I, it was just wonderful. And so I, you know, we, Great. it was a wonderful day and we took a break at one point to go play disc golf. Cause like we knew the white Buffalo was coming on at eight and Sean played at four. Disc so there was like a big gap. There. What a choice. Well, so like. I've never heard you
0: say in your
1: life. I know. I know. I know. Yeah. And so this was my first time ever playing. But Hunter and we've been throwing a frisbee a lot because it all started when we were teaching Penny how to catch a frisbee because Penny likes to catch things and run and chase and catch things. So we're like, we'll teach her how to catch a frisbee, and then we just started throwing a frisbee together because I didn't know how to throw a frisbee. Frisbee, I've never known how my whole life to throw a frisbee. Wow! And so we've been throwing a frisbee, and then I, it's just it's a whole matter of circumstances in which like we went and played disc golf because also they play disc golf and they're all as a family collectively. Really good at it. So we huh. went to this disc golf course that is right next to this place that we were at. And then here just come the wild fucking Mustangs on the disc course, just Whoa. eating the grass. And you just kind of like maneuver around them. You just and like hit them on. with the frisbees. <laughs> <laughs> I guess people like. do. These didn't, like, they weren't hit. But like, I don't know. And then we watched them hold up traffic. And it is nice. a small little road. As they crossed into a residential neighborhood and just started eating everybody's <laughs> flower beds,
0: how would you like, it's, dude? How would you like to just wake up one morning and there's just fucking wild mustangs just eating your azaleas? It's wild, dude, and they're so
1: pretty and like all different colors there was all the and there were like little colts little babies that were that were just like walking around and some of them are all Cute. like scarred up and weathered looking and others were like sleek Badass. and all like it was so cool and i got That's to see i got to check off one i i got to check off like all all i wanted to see a turkey i i saw a turkey <laughs> i wanted to see <laughs> i got to see a wild turkey um uh-huh. I saw a black tailed deer, I think uh an elk, numerous elks uh and did you punch one w- no I, I sure didn't because it would and could kick my ass mm, to death
0: okay. um Pussy.
1: with ease, and I feel like i'm I'm missing a missing one uh but it was it was really cool, and then on Sunday we went to Lake grindstone, which is this really cool, like pretty recreational lake, and uh went. After that and like played in actual like so like when during the concert thing before white like waiting for the white buffalo hunter and her husband Brandon played. I didn't because I was so fucking done with the sun by that point. There were trees. I was like y'all do whatever. I'm staying in the shade. I'm not yeah. moving yeah, from I'm the shade. The sun. I'm out of air. Yes. I can't my skin can't take this because that's the thing. I love the heat super into the heat. I was unbothered. I barely it, it was the I could feel my skin boiling and thankfully i had brought like a long sweater to cover like add a second layer you know but like dude it was intense like it was fucking intense and i i I couldn't do it but i had so much sunscreen on dude i had so much and like we i had Three or no, I had four layers on. Four fucking layers. Like, put a layer on, let it sit and cure. Added another layer on. Like, well before we went out, and we weren't even outside for that long, and I still burned through it. Like, it was so intense. I don't know you how. Burned through y'all... the clothes. I um. So no, I. It was like I. I did not have anything on my shoulders, but I did have a shit pile of sunscreen. And at that time my shoulders were only exposed for like a collective. You gotta put 30 that sunscreen minutes. on
0: every two hours. You know it's
1: Well, I was only out listen. there for like 30 minutes. Oh, well fuck. That's what I'm saying. Like it didn't even matter. It just like shot right through it. And this was like the good <laughs> shit. You know? It's but it's like my <laughs> heavily European skin no uh not. It it's used to being that close to the sun. Not used to being that close to the sun. Like that was a. It was like that was more taxing to me than the thin air. Was just any time I was in the sun, I could feel it just through my clothes, burning me. It was it was incredible. Gross. Uh Yeah, I feel sick. but it was great. We played. A, I played my first ever nine holes of disc golf, and it was really fucking they have those, fun. Like, little-
0: S and M cages that you throw them into?
1: Hell yeah, bro. And I got it's it's really nice when it rings for you. You know, you like slap it with the frisbee and it it sings. You know, it's nice. Um (laughs) I got bit by a really strange biting moth that swelled up my whole left hand for about two (laughs) days um that day at the Discourse. Great. (laughs) Um but it was, I mean, th- it was just a great trip all the way. And I had good fucking food. Um, everything there is delicious. And it was the cutest cabin. And they fed us and just took care of us. And I got to, like, be in New Mexico for a little bit instead of drive through it. And it's like, we were driving back and Hunter and me were like, we need to just, we could just, we could just buy one. Let's just buy a cabin. We can do it. This is no big deal. Let's, let's <laughs>
0: move to New Mexico. Well, I'm- Yeah, let's just do these. I fucking <laughs> love it up there. So the post, all of that live out the, there like- are big jelly. Post vacation um, boldness, you get of just like, it, like yeah, let's just move there. Um, yeah, especially after stepping
1: out of our car and coming back yes. to the house and I'll tell you like, what trying happened. to breathe through the swimming pool water uh, that uh, is our air. Yes,
0: yeah, yeah. That Welcome back to the thickest yeah. the air has been in years. You missed yes. all the storms. You, we uh, didn't miss it. So, uh, you didn't miss the storms. Were we they out that miss way? We the
1: storm. We my topic surrounds a storm (gasps) that we only witnessed because we were trying to leave at four in the morning to leave to New Mexico. And it was one of the wildest fucking things I have ever seen in my life. It is, it was wild. Yeah.
0: If you're, if you're here in the, in the Southeast area, you know this already, but some storms rolled through that fucked everybody sideways. Um, Oh, I'm excited to listen to your topic. Um, I uh I also want to take this moment to just sort of say we're still fucked up when it comes to Wi-Fi and stuff so that's yeah. why everything's a, a little spotty and yeah power sure was out at some places for like yeah. days like at your parents' house they didn't have power mm-hmm. for what like three days yeah power is actually still out here in some places businesses are just shut shut up yeah it was bad yeah. uh so there's that and I hope everybody's cool and okay because like dude i uh, going out driving after it and just seeing, like, fully downed trees is always wild. Because you think, like, you can't bring a tree down. What the fuck are you going to do?
1: Uh, it's... Yeah, it... I kind of... And this is, it's just, there's so much to get into, but basically my topic is like about perspective of our magic once we perform it, and how we view the circumstances around us, and whether or not we apply them positively or negatively to the magic that we do, Um, Mm. and how sometimes we might miss incredible moments of magical proof in the mix of all of the negativity. And that almost kind that was something that almost happened with me until it just there became enough happenstances that were just like something very unusual happened here somehow that saved so much. And I, I, I feel like this is kind of a topic for those that are maybe starting out in their craft and like are the type to if anything goes wrong after a spell be like, oh, God, I did this, you know, um,
0: <laughs> you mean us? Five years but ago,
1: but that that can yeah, absolutely. Like I, I've yes, and it can still happen from time to time. You know, and that's why I wanted to talk about perspective and looking at everything. And oftentimes, when we do that, we can find signs of our magic working all around us if only we look for it and kind of pay attention.
0: Wow, I love listen. You know, I love me a deep topic. I love me a deep. A deep conversation topic um i'm talking about soapstone <laughs> whoa that's good <laughs> we need that we need
1: we need an actual topic you know like one that is of structure and like you know not me seagull memeing at everyone <laughs> <laughs> so that's great well and i'm curious about soapstone because i like a waxy boy
0: Yeah. And I've never really thought of soapstone in this capacity before. And I was recently at a store that had a, just a big, a big bucket of soapstone figurines. And when I tell you that these were the derpiest animals you've ever seen in your life, I'll take a picture. I love soapstone figurines. I love them so much. Um, and they had like a, you know, get three for $10 or whatever. So I snatched me up three so quick. And, uh, I've just kind of been thinking since I'm like soapstone, stone, well, I guess it's a stone, so it has to have some kind of property. So that is what I'm talking about to you today. Uh, however, before we go any further, twenty minutes in, mm. we got a Patreon shout out segment mm. did i did mm-hmm. I blow your dick off with that? did i did I scare you? Are you scared? No, now?
1: I knew. <clears throat> I figured
0: it i I okay. think you coming, okay, all right. oh, it's coming. Today's episode is dedicated to our Patreon, Courtney I. Hurry, Macy, you're on the spot. Okay, okay,
1: okay, okay. All right, what was it? <laughs> <laughs> Court- Courtney I. Okay. Um, Shoot, 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 shoot. Courtney I, okay. What was it? <laughs> I immediately started thinking so hard About options that the name <laughs> flew out it was, There was no more room left At all um, Okay <clears throat> Okay, Courtney I Is that what you said? That's it, right? I'm trying to fuse it into my brain And make a new fold
0: Courtney I
1: Okay um, the, uh, In celebration of me getting to watch this song Performed live in a lawn chair um, Long we'll go ahead vibes. and do and do this one. Courtney, I why do you wander on through cloudy skies? There must be a glimpse of hope inside. sight. Did I get the name? It's Courtney, I right? I'm so self so oh, conscious yes. now.
0: Okay, good. Courtney I, why do you wander <laughs> onto Claudia's Clown- sky? Oh, wow. Great. Well, thank you, Courtney I. Which, all I'm hearing when I'm saying it now is there's a drag queen from Australia by the name of Courtney Act. And because of the Australian a- uh, accent, it sounds like caught in the act. So cool. now I'm all... Uh, was, I thought it was very clever. All I'm hearing now is caught in the eye. So, sorry Courtney. <laughs> it's
1: uh it's actually that's actually Midnight Dove for those who want to look it up. It's Midnight Dove as the song. It's beautiful.
0: But it, it's but beautiful. it doesn't say anything about Courtney,
1: I sorry. It it doesn't. That was that was I if you can believe it, I stuck that there. Oh, shit. She's so creative. <laughs> I know.
0: <laughs> you go it's first. Me. Tell me about the storm. Okay. All right.
1: So Basically All right, this is coming from me. Is this someone who likes storms? Okay? I've talked oh, yeah. about it before. Yeah. I get real
0: real Lieutenant Dan. Lieutenant Dan. About storms. I was going to say uh, Captain Dan, but that's not right. <laughs> no. <laughs> no.
1: But I I love it and I have the. I want to tell this story for you of this storm, but around the storm is a lot of other things that happened that, you know, initially, if I let myself, you know, when I'm thinking about all of these things, I could maybe kind of spiral myself into thinking that my magic only made things worse because something uh, pretty bad happened after I did that's after I did a spell. So this is I'm also this is about you. a storm and a spell, you know, and. Oftentimes, however, it's not the bad thing that our magic brings, but the reaction to the bad thing that our magic does, you know, the recovery or the defense, things like that. And, yeah, this story is really about, like, weather, like, and also it's about Jupiter. <laughs> and Okay,
0: first A, jup-troop. Second of all, troop. the way that you just peppered that in there, that was masterfully done. And so this isn't a
1: topic that Jupiter is not the topic today. That's a topic for another day, because otherwise this topic, yeah, this topic will be four hours long. And after last week's like complete, just long winded (laughs) speech on brown recluses,
0: dude, I loved last week's episode. I'm glad I did, too. I learned a lot from you. I loved
1: how I like it when we both come to the table and we're like, ready to fucking listen. To this shit? We just show up. And like, Let's fuck. Yeah. Let's go. And <laughs> also, I just got back from a trip and I don't have the bandwidth to do a topic on Jupiter, but Jupiter's involved because <laughs> on, on Wednesday the 14th, I did a spell dedicated to Jupiter, around Jupiter, uh, you know, for blessings and abundance, manifestation, maybe a little luck, you know, if they're willing. Beautiful. And generally i don't do spells like this like to celestial bodies or deities i was just or anything thinking like that's that. very unlike you but the most perfect tidy sweet little candle spell came in kim's last patreon box and it just like it was just so ready to go you know like it had the beautiful little little candle that looked all cute and special the herb blend and the jupiter oil and it was like just fucking it's right here you know and i opened it up and immediately was just like jack yeah, i was like yes yes it's time I want to do this and it was really fun because Kim writes in a way that's really fun and basically you know kind of gave the rundown how to do spell like this what Jupiter's about how to work with it and also and she included a bit like fucking shake your ass today you know like celebrate like this is yeah and you know so I prepared my little dining table and had some shake your ass during most spells honestly I a lot of the times I do but this time I made it like a like the a centerpiece, you uh, know, uh, and because c- my dining table has like you can you can really go around it, you know, and I do a lot anyway. Like when I do spell work is that I just kind of do a lot of loops around the dining table as I adjust things or move things or whatever or speak things, whatever. And but anyway, so did the spell and had a great time. It felt great. You know, it was one of those spells that was just fun from start to finish. And, you know, underneath the burning candle, I wrote two things that I wanted to kind of bring this energy towards It's kind of with the hopes that energy sure. would flow there. And will it? I don't know, because we're really not that far out yet. And it was not long after this that something did happen that really could have taken the wind out of myself for a multitude of reasons. Because less than two days later, 3 a.m. on Friday, Hunter and me wake up to load up the car and roll out to New Mexico for our long weekend, right? And, you know, we finish up the last minute packing. Like, you know, you always have the last bag that's like, all right, well, when I like brush my teeth and wash my face and do everything in the morning, I'll pack it all up, you know, as I use it. The overnight bag. Yeah. So getting all of that done, we had, uh, you know, Penny was out for with the dogs for a while, because it would be a while after we left until mom could come and let her out. You know, so we were letting her have some time. You know, we were having some coffee. And at 345, all hell breaks loose. And it does it immediately. And this guy opens up, dude. And it had been raining pretty hard, you know, like it had been raining, you know, but like, then we heard the sound of hail like in in I know that sound it's so is this familiar this isn't the hail and, you
0: sent me a picture of is it
1: no <laughs> funny you say that and this is exactly where I mentioned that this is an ultra familiar sound to me because earlier that week the day before I did my spell fucking golf ball sized hail fell out of nowhere like at That's our the house first like, time I've
0: seen hail that big
1: I've never seen hail that big in person. And I've never, we never even really have hail fall that much. And so that had happened. And thankfully, like the garden was okay because they were huge fucking pieces. And I happened to have been home and outside when it started. So I was able to like... I grabbed this sounds a little ridiculous, but like I grabbed the plastic lid to the big tote we put the dog food in and like ran out to my car to move it because I figured it would punch through an umbrella. So I like used a tote lid to run
0: outside. I mean, you're not wrong. That thing I was all I could think to
1: use. And I'm like, and I I was able to like do it quick enough to where I didn't get any damage on my car and moved it under the carport. And then I just stayed under the carport because when it lit up, I like that shit was dangerous, you know? And so I I was already had hail on the brain. That sound was fresh. And so I knew what it was. And the weather here has been just really wild. Like, it's always wild it's in always tornado wild season. Year,
0: but this year has been wild now.
1: This year has been wild because and so this happened every single day of this week the day before this happened on thursday this was like the day after the golf ball hail i heard a tornado for the first time like i know what one sounds like now it was one of the wildest things and my body knew it before my brain did like it was so wild how it happened and so like just as a short sidebar um like you know, kind of how this came to be is you know it was probably it was later in the afternoon. I got an alert on my phone that was like it's the warning, like no, not yeah, warning meaning like it's on the ground, like take shelter. It's on, the one yeah, that's, like no you nonsense. Can yeah, take shelter. Yeah, yeah. And Hunter at this time I knew was still on the road. And he was only about ten minutes away, and I was like, fuck, you know that's not good. And so I called him, and he was just about to call me because he got the same alert. And you know, he I was only on the phone with him for. A little bit because like he was like, well, I, you know, I think I'm turning away from it. I'm just going to get, you know, I'm, I'm going to get in. And he, he did, you know, Um, but like, I, no, I didn't take shelter from the tornado warning. I, I stayed out because partly I wanted to see his car. I, yeah, I wanted to see his car coming down the road for one, because I was just like it, the weather was why it was at this time. It was really weird outside and it wasn't like the stillness it was just really whippy and there was you know thunder in the distance and it just was i just wanted to be out there i just wanted to because it was just very testy you wanted to show your titties
0: to the storm i get it
1: i (laughs) well and And also, too, because like this, where we are in Texas, if I took shelter every tornado warning that we'd got, I'd spend 30 minutes in the bathroom every storm that we get. Like, seriously. I would never be able to sit outside in the rain. Um, But also, too, mostly down here in our hollow, it's really hard to get tornadoed because. You
0: mean the sacred bowl?
1: The sacred bowl. Yes. <laughs> yes. And uh, that's just not the terrain they're into. They want that big flat pasture land that they can just rip apart things in. And listen, they can just go a little bit over there to get that. So they do. Um, and Throw cows you know, around. That's what they love. And either way, you know, I was waiting outside kind of at this time when Hunter came in. And I was just kind of being in the energy of the storm because it was it was pretty wild, you know. And Hunter came in and he said he kind of... He saw the cell rotation when he was driving. Like, he knew where it was. Like, he could see it off. It was like a ways away, you know, but he could kind of... He could see where it was and how it was behaving. Uh, Because it's open highway for a lot of it, you know, and you can see a long way. And uh, so we're outside talking, you know. He got in. We're just outside (laughs) talking about this. And we... I... I hear this sound, man, and I immediately, like, my guts, like, g- grabbed my spine and shook it and were like, pay pay attention, <laughs> like, fucking listen to this. And it was far off. But like, it was this ghostly, wailing, uh, steam whistle sound. The ghost train. It, yeah. It, oh my god, dude. And like, it it was still, it kind of, it happened, and I kept listening to it, and I was almost just, like, talking. and like Do it with your mouth. Imitate it. I can't, dude. I fucking can't. It was one of the <laughs> weirdest sounds. And I kind of looked at Hunter, and I was like, do you hear that? You know, and he was like, yeah, and I was like, I think that's a tornado. Like, I... That's not anything normal. And he kind of, you know, I think he was being me anytime we're together and a paranormal experience happens and I gaslight you. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. in the efforts to keep you calm. I um, I think he was kind of like, I don't know. For,
0: for your own good.
1: Yeah. Gaslighting with care. Yeah. And it, he was kind of like, I... I don't know, you know, it it might. And then at this time, my phone buzzes and it's my mom. And she's like, do you hear that? You know, because so she gets she's even she's close, but she's a bit more. uh, She is less tree covered in a direction which she can hear better, you know, not as muffled. And she's she's higher
0: up on the hill.
1: She is higher up. Yeah. And so she's like, this is this. is Oh, my God. You know, so we were like listening to it It was very. But like that didn't get me like this hailstorm did at all like that was something that i was almost like holy shit this is like a kind of a bucket list thing from him hearing a tornado like i don't want to go inside i want to hear this tornado
0: you know yeah there's a sick there's a sick fast not fascination there's just there's something about you're kind of like i kind of want to see a tornado i don't want to fuck anything up but like i kind of want it just for the awe of nature you know like i
1: i just to me i want to see nature in that way just like, because i I, get, I don't even know what to make of it you know
0: i get tornado chasers like i i, I get the, i totally get it
1: i totally yeah. get it i am not i am not that dedicated but i get the i get the want you I know love i, the I totally twister. understand it <laughs> it's just like that in real life oh, yeah. um and so anyway that's just like an example of the weather that has been happening here and and luckily that day, we just got caught by like the little nubbin tip of the storm. So we just got like a nice 30 minute soaker rain, you know, it was super great. And I was like, that's nice, you know, um, day really after the nice. spell. So I was like, that's good. You know, I'll take that. And there was no rain forecasted
0: again. You know we we were ready to go. That was that night.
1: We knew we were leaving. We were leaving yeah, the next day.
0: Truthfully, this is just the time of year that that again. I feel like you and I were always just like weathermen aren't real because nothing is nothing's correct ever. Well, it it just
1: it, and it's so volatile. Things can just appear. Like, did you hear me say weatherman? Jesus Christ. You did say weather, man. You know what? And I didn't even bat an eye. Wow. Uh, Yeah. Uh, (laughs) And so, cute, 4 a.m. now, Friday morning. We're back to where we started. We're loaded up. We're ready to go, pretty much. You know, we're just going to kind of put the dogs up at this point. And the hail starts falling, and I can hear it. And it falls... Unlike any hail I have ever seen in my life, and in the short distance of me hearing it, you know my you know my house's ge- geometry geography. I and I heard the sound of the hail like in the middle of the dining room and said, "Shit!" You know. And by the time I got to the door and like onto the screened-in porch, it was full on already. Like it was that quick, just boom. It wasn't the bottom was fell out? Any
0: hail? It was advanced hail.
1: It was advanced hail. And I am watching a complete whiteout of at least about quarter sized hail in such a concentration. Like, I could hardly even see through it. And, like, yes, it was dark, but like, still, like, I could, you can see a little bit, you know? And, we live in the country, so there's no, like, light pollution. Like, you could see. And I couldn't see shit. And, like, hunters, new cars parked right there in the open. Because we've been loading it up. And mine was also displaced because we were, like, moving them around. Like, oh, I'll park here. And we'll park over here when it's, like, when we all leave, you know. And I'm hearing them both getting pelted to oblivion. Just fucking Love that. railed, Love dude. that for y'all. And I'm watching leaves on all of the trees just getting shredded into confetti like it was unreal the leaves on the trees were just turning into pieces everywhere and like it's like gunfire from the sky (laughs) dude i've never seen anything like it and within like a minute and a half like two minutes i swear the whole deck you couldn't see the wood anymore it was that much built up hail it was like a Like a fucking ball fun pit from hell. It was so intense. (laughs) A ball, a a pit from, from hell. I mean, and like, I, dude, the sound of it was so, it was like, nature was roaring. It was so, and everything was screaming and being pelted and it was loud and shredding. And it was just one of the most violent things I have ever seen, you know, like, I've never seen like this is this is what inspired Hagala's the rune you know the one centered around mm. hail like mm. that would it can wipe I got it now because I even remember then I was like how could hail like wipe out an entire season of crops I get it like I've oh. I've seen it happen and How's I can see roof? how it, did your roof are you okay? Oh, dude, it's it's fucked, bro. It's well, like it kind of already <laughs> has been, you know, because we live under trees, but like, it's definitely worse now. Um, and th- it was just this was destruction incarnate. And I've I've not had many experiences with it, you know. And the destruction area was huge. It was my whole property, you know. It wasn't like it was a path or like a floodplain that was like or something. It was everything. It was shredding all the trees. It was pelting everything, and there was nothing I could do about it but just watch and listen to it happen. Yeah, and what you be at the do? mercy of it. What do you? Nothing. Like,
0: what you, Yeah. Because it, it's dangerous. A good, like, like a good reminder that it's just like if that's gonna happen. You can just got you gotta sit there. You gotta be like you gotta Bear sit Grylls there. when he did his little his little enema. Oh that fucker. God damn it. I gotta
1: close I can't your wait. Eyes and be like Oh I right. can't wait.
0: Oh I can't wait.
1: <laughs> Wimp I cap's will, coming soon. I will erupt on Wimp Cap. Um but <laughs> But no, you're like you just had to and it went on for dude, it went on for a long time, like fifteen to twenty minutes. It just fell continuously and I realized when it was over I was I sh- I was shaking from it like I was completely just shaken from how violent everything was around me like it's I could scary. feel it and I had heard a tornado the day before and got jazzed like I this was something different like it was so indifferent you know Like, and I guess you can say the same thing about a tornado, but something about it having a line that it follows is less intense than a blanket of just destruction. And it it just, you couldn't escape it. It was everything. It was, you can, even tree coverage this time wasn't enough. Like, you know, you can be like, oh, park your vehicles under, it shredded the trees. Nothing was safe from it. It was so scary. (laughs) And after this, you know. There, we had to go look, you know, we had to go look and see the state of things because you have to. And it was after this that we were surprised by a couple of seemingly <laughs> miraculous is too much of a word, but like just overly lucky things. So we walk out and first we. We give a look. First, we have to shuffle through the four inches of goddamn ice balls that are on the deck just to get off the porch. Like, not too long because the rain was falling on top of it and the rain was warm. But, like, by the time we were still walking out, like, we had to, like, you couldn't step. You had to shuffle, you know, because, like. You were—it was going to be like a cartoon, and you were on marbles. Like you had to shuffle your feet to get off the deck. <laughs> <laughs> and we look—we look at the the little Subaru, and it's fine. There's not a fucking scratch. I have been thing.
0: low key so worried about the suit, the new car in the back of my head. I'm like, oh fuck. Since dude, uh, oh, thank thank goodness.
1: I don't understand it. It was in the wide open, and this was like quarter size hail at least, and, like, the highest concentration I have ever seen. And it's dentless. Not even, it didn't even scratch it. It looks like nothing ever happened. And so we're like, what? Okay, go and look at mine, you know? And, like, I have, like, bro, I have, like, one. I have one. And you can't even see it unless you, like, get where the light hits just right. And you can kind of be like, I think think that's one you know that's like, like that badge of pride at that point like it it was it doesn't make any sense like they should have been because i've been in a hail storm when i lived in like the metroplex when i lived in an apartment with no coverage it was the bad year that every like the hail happened in plano and wiley mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in 2016 my little patriot got completely i mean it just looked like hammered sheet metal and i had to get it all repaired This was worse than that. This was so much worse than that. And there was no damage, really, on either car. And so that was just like, what? And so at this time, like, there's no power in the house. Because like in a movie, like when I went to run outside and I just made it onto the porch, boom, the lights went out. And the hail was full on engaged, you know. And so there's no power. I mean, It it was such a scary cinematic scene. To witness, you know. (laughs) Cosmically fucking sick. I mean, just to... I was awed. I was just put in my place, you know, by the nature. And it was awe-inspiring a bit, even though it sucked. But you do. You just have to kind of just sit on your hands and be like, okay, I'm going to wait till mommy's done because nothing (laughs) to do (laughs) until then. Uh, She's just got (laughs) to let
0: it out sometimes.
1: Yeah. And... So it's four in the morning, the power's out, you know, the dogs are all, they're in the house and it's dark outside. We don't really know how bad anything else is. We just know like, okay, the storm is moving away from us, thankfully. You know, it's going away. We're going to be driving out from it. Let's leave. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Fuck this, you know? Yeah. And so yeah. we did. We loaded up and left and immediately noticed like... The one half of our road we couldn't use. We had to pull... Like, we wound up fixing it, but, like, we had to pull branches off of it because, like, limbs were down everywhere. But the whole road was green because all of the leaves had been shredded apart and were on the fucking road now. That's kind of cool. Like, it just, like, like, green turf carpet. It was weird. I've never seen that before. And... We drive away from it and we see this storm, dude. It's it's like, so, you know, with the I-20 corridor, it looks like it's fucking wide open when you look like ear to ear, you know, like yeah, end to yeah. end. Yeah. And it had left us about 20 minutes by then. So we could just watch it going down the corridor and it was the most violent looking storm dude it looked like how Mordor looks all the time like lightning was like impossible it was just oh my god and it was just slowly just floating on down fucking up everybody else you know and it wasn't until about eight that morning we'd been on the road for about four hours that you know like I kind of allowed myself to contemplate the garden, you know, and I i really should have thought about it because like that was one of my first worries after golf ball oh. hail day was like, I've got to go check out the garden, you know, but I think my brain just didn't even, it just shut that part down yeah. <laughs> for a little bit, you know, it was like just the relief of not having two completely like damaged vehicles, you know, I... You know, I was, I wrote my mom, then we we're talking to, she'd let the dogs out, and she told me that, like, a lot of her plants were just fucking shredded to bits, you know? And, like, her big fan palm and, you know, her banana tree and other things like that. And her little raised garden bed was pretty much flattened, just flat to the ground, you know? Whoa. And I was just like, I'm going to throw up. Like, I can't handle this. And like, you I don't can't have any
0: coverage over this. it right now, right? No,
1: not right now. Not that it would have mattered. No, it would have punched through that plastic. (laughs) It's so easy. And because the plastic was shredded because of the weather. And so we didn't have it anymore. And it's just they're out there in the open sky. And it's the only truly open place, like open, open place on the property. It's why the garden's there. And so I'm just like, oh, my, oh, my God. I'm, you know, I was driving away from it. I couldn't even check it, you know. And she was like, I'll go down and I'll go look at it, you know. And I was just like, I was in that, I was kind of having that, like, wallow spiral of just like all you know so yeah. much death
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> what can one do against such reckless hate i mean
1: like really i was just like all of that work you know like all of these months of and like and it's such a good year like i had just posted those pictures of like how good it was doing and it had survived that hailstorm. Uh, listen that's what you get for bragging bitch I dude I was just like man and like after last year being such a failure like after all the fish died that like shocked the garden and killed everything I was like I just want a good year god damn it you know. Macy like, you get like pestilence. I know man like it's really hard living in Texas during climate change it fucking sucks and so anyway Mom goes, she's, she's telling me all the while she's, she's going to go check the garden. And there are people just about eight to 10 miles away from us that got hit with baseball sized hail. And like, it didn't just dent cars. It knocked out windows of houses. Ah. Like it, it was knocking in the glass of people's that homes. me, dude. I mean, like that's like that. real horror movie shit, you know? And it, like... First of all, I was like, damn!" like that could have been us because I got, I'm i talking just down the road, like just I mean, like if you're a distance jogger, a jog away, you know, like about 10 miles, eight miles and all of that. I mean, like if you can that town 10 is
0: miles. Don't talk to me.
1: <laughs> that town is fucked up, like big time trees. All everything was down, you know, and I was just like, golly, like at least that didn't happen, because if that would have happened. I mean, we would have been fucked you know like if, if that storm would have been just a little bit over whatever direction it needed to have been for that to happen it just we would have just watched our cars literally get crumpled into tin cans and just like w-
0: yeah watch it happen. like like when like when Aowen stabs the witch king in the face and he just yeah just yeah 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 crumple and it, yeah, your car would have
1: just, yeah, yeah it's badass yeah but it would have not been badass it would have been really sad <laughs> yeah and, it's badass. Yeah, and so I knew. So it's like that's just fucking wild, you know. But anyway, I get a text, and it's a picture, and the garden is miraculously totally fine. Yes. It is by all rights unscathed in just about every single way. And seems like some of like
0: that Jupiter luck might have, uh...
1: bro. Like it doesn't make sense. My mom is only about a hundred yards through the trees from me. How was her garden, which is actually more covered than mine, destroyed? And mine, which is even raised up closer to the sky, way more open.
0: Like how? And it just And it, and that little area that it's in, it's wide open. There's no tree coverage right there. Wide open. You know, and
1: it's like at this point is when I allowed myself to myself to start thinking about this, you know, and Can't believe and I think it
0: includes your mama and your luck spell. <laughs> I didn't realize it was going to be so dire. <laughs> I,
1: I think, though, and it's like this was a, one of those places to where a fork in the road can be taken, you know, when it comes to how to look at something, especially if it happened post spell and we can if we choose maybe to only look at the more all-encompassing negative aspect or the situation as a whole which is negative it can be easy you know that we can look past the signs that show something quite otherwise you know but we we just have to look you know cuz again like this happened 2 days after performing this spell for prosperity and luck and manifestation. And I didn't, I didn't choose it to be for this. It was for two very different things, different purposes. And then this massive source of destruction like rips through the property and creates a carpet of just shredded trees everywhere. And, you know, it's easy to take that as, you know, it was this thing, it wasn't even expected. It wasn't even in the forecast. It came out of nowhere and it's maybe easy to take something like that as a bad omen and it it's just i don't know i it's i've been there and if like if the garden would have been destroyed even with the miracle of the cars i think i might have just written all of this off as just a bad i i, I this i i sh- i flew too close to the sun You know, my wings Mm -hmm. melted and I asked for too much or something like that. I did the spell wrong or, or, or whatever it is. And I shouldn't do that either, you know, because. Are you blaming Kimothy? No, I'm actually not because Jupiter came in clutch. (laughs) (laughs) In fact, a big thank you to that candle spell. But it's, I just feel like sometimes in our spellcraft if it doesn't pan out how we feel like it's supposed to we miss when it pans out in ways that's can be very extraordinary you know
0: like yeah it it, it all operates on a level that's much higher than so it's it's easy to just kind of be like little children and be like ah this didn't work but like you gotta kind of you you have to like zoom out and look at it from further away
1: yeah, you know, and it's, it's a, it's a lesson. And sometimes you get what you need, not what you want. And. It's like this that song. Is, it's like uh, the princess and the frog. It's all like, it's just like, I, no, I mean, I've thought ab- I meant about like it all the day. Rolling Stone song, but. but oh yes. yeah. that You can't. Yeah. That is the one that I should have thought of immediately. I have had the one with Mama Odie in my head all day.
0: Um, <laughs> but. Uh, sorry that was just such a slap that was such a which is funny because like
1: <laughs> that song basically was on a loop in my house my whole childhood maybe that's why yeah. um yeah anyway basically what i'm saying is i can't i couldn't have stopped the storm from happening i can't stop the hail from happening that is irrational to expect and just because it did doesn't mean that it's the result, you know, like you can't always just find a bad thing and attach it to something, and even though that can feel like the easy or the right thing, you know. Because one, my magic's not greater than nature, solely. Sure. Now, sure. I do think yeah. collectively we did accidentally flood Australia, but that was as a collective, uh, <laughs> um, not that as just, like,
0: hundreds you know, of witches, sl- not just you,
1: Well not none, just me, one witch. and. You know, if we operate maybe under the assumption that the powers that be, whether, you know, the ether spirit, the source, whatever you call it, whatever you envision it to be, or whoever, whomever, you might be, you know, we're not privy to the future, but they might be because time's not linear and they they live on the plane to where it's all happening at once, you know, and in this honoring of Jupiter and the spell that I provided with my magic. Maybe it was accepted, but it was diverted, you know, it was diverted elsewhere. And yeah. I, I that's think that's how I'm thinking of it. Yeah. And I think that it's, it's easy sometimes when working with large celestial bodies or energies or deities, uh, you know, If we that we might can fuck up the ask, and if we do that, we fuck up the whole thing. And I don't think that's always the case. Now, there are certain deities out there that you know, some report can be a little bit more fussy, uh, with their how Uh they want to be treated. But you know, in general, that largely depends. And like it seems that's not the case for Jupiter, for one, but
0: Jupiter seems like a big, jolly.
1: Yes. It's, like a big
0: jolly. it's just like <laughs> I get what you mean.
1: I know it. And I feel that a lot of the time if the intention is right and if it's just pure in what it is, the intent, the if the offering is sincere and you know the effort was put in, that things they may turn out differently than we expect, but I don't think that they're just going to explode in a fiery crash. Yeah. You know, like yeah. somehow In a hailstorm that featured what has to be the fucking highest concentration of quarter-sized hail possible without making the air a solid, it fell. And all the while, like, nothing received a scratch, you know, much Mm. less a dent. The garden, which took the full force of all of that, barely even showed signs of damage, you know, and like, where when everything else, even just a stone's throw away, got shredded. And I think yeah it's because of magic. And I'm confident at that in that yeah. at this
0: point. Well I'm also got... thinking about like your your wards and your protection didn't you say you you kind of recently did a thing with that too?
1: I did. Yeah, and I think that sometimes when we get very deeply deeply lucky like this, mm-hmm. what we mm-hmm. call luck is something that we created. We manufactured this luck and it didn't happen randomly. You know, and because it does, it seems like everything got slowed down by a bubble a bit above the house before yeah. it hit everything. It, every, it should be sure everything should be damaged. And, you know, I. it It just becomes after a little while hard to ignore. But if I don't look for those silver linings, you know, if I just focus initially on the storm and the big bad and not at these other things that are just like, I don't know. I think that this shit worked. I think that this spell did work because Jupiter had to have known that there is nothing right now that would take the wind out of my sails worse than my garden getting destroyed. Like
0: I, I just, that would gut me so bad. Even on just a survivability Thing. i feel like there'd be some understanding that's like the garden that's where like your life comes from well, and even though it's not this, the same today as it was i feel like it's just like mm, better not smash that up in a
1: spell for abundance and prosperity it makes sense to me that yeah. our food wasn't destroyed no i i get it you're i you're totally right and like that's i i Attach. I feel like my garden is such a reflector of how I'm feeling and how I'm doing, you know, Mm -hmm. and to see it looking so good now after all of this effort of feeling good and working in tandem to have that get destroyed would just be such a fucking blow, you know, and it would take the wind out of my sails for the prosperity that i am trying to bring into my life and the things that i'm trying to manifest and do like that would that would take me out for a while yeah really you know yeah. just feeling depleted and and really bummed out from that and you know i and I'm, we weren't totally spared like my roof is fucked up you right. know and oh, do you hear them dogs howling? I hear, yeah, I hear a kerfuffle. Yeah, they're howling big time. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, and you know, so like, there's there's things that were that were messed up, and my trees took a beating, you know, and I'm not happy about that. Like that's that sucks. But we were lucky, and I choose to believe that that wasn't by chance, and it was maybe bestowed somehow or generated whether you know by my wards or from the workings that i did or both Mm -hmm. you know and or who else ever wanted because when i do workings i always invite the wood people in to come and you know take part if they want or just have be merry and drink and whatnot uh and They're involved, too. They have stake in things, too. They don't want their fucking wood getting shredded apart. And I just feel like a lot of things came to be to make sure things didn't go as bad as they could go. And it just made me remember of those early days of practicing magic to where I don't know if I would have looked for these signs. Mm -hmm. I think I might have written them off. You know, Mm -hmm. I just think it would have been really easy for me in the early days to think I fucked this up somehow. You know, uh. Because, like, you know, thinking like, was why was my intention right when I crafted the spell, or mm-hmm. or you know, am I can I not do things like that? Can I not do things like that yet? you know and and in reality, you know, my intention was right, and it was good. And I had a wonderful time crafting this spell, and it felt fantastic when I did it, and there would be no reason for it to backfire in the form of a destructive hailstorm right. other than But your brain wants to make that
0: connection.
1: Well, I think it likes to make the connection because it harkens back to witchcraft is evil. And that Mm, programming mm, is deep, mm, you mm. know, that practicing it. And if you practice it wrong, you know, even, even something like this can happen. Even if like, I don't believe it for a second, you know, and, but you have to overcome that. It's like the first time I ever smoke cleansed my house in like 2017. Like Mm. it, A a backpack fell over later and like I panicked because I thought that I had haunted it. You know, I had haunted the house by smoke cleansing and it's like good grief, you know, but like I had a lot of deep seated programming to work through that basically was if you even think or touch this stuff, you're opening danger, you know, and that completely negates intention Mm -hmm. and all of (laughs) <laughs> all of it essentially and The mindset, I think, is not only destructive to our own practice, but magic in general, because we're perpetuating kind of this, like, satanic panic set kind of fear when we do so, Uh, especially when we think about that way towards our own magic, you know? Like, I have done, like, we many of us have done or do uh, in the early days or just from time to time when it seems like, you know, maybe, like, something is not panning out the way that we thought it should or yeah. or whatever. And really we should trust ourselves and that can be tricky. But to trust ourselves is to trust our magic and to know that our magic is not going to result in malevolent things because we are not malevolent. You know, nor is my intention malevolent. Mm-hmm those are just bone deep fears that were just drilled in oftentimes so deep as children, but they're not true. And if we allow ourselves to believe that, you know, that that it's not really probably not going to all spiral into darkness and misery. If we, you know, do a spell wrong, it's, I probably know. And, and, We might can then see that along our workings, there are these little patches of light, you know, these places of ease or forgiving occurrence that could have and perhaps should have gone worse. You know, maybe they didn't pan out the way that we expected, but maybe they really could have gone a lot worse. And the circumstances when we investigate it can look a bit interesting you know, and things like this, we can chalk up to chance sometimes, whether it's, you know, because we don't believe our own magic or we think, well, you know, I didn't ask for that specifically. So that probably wouldn't me. You know, I didn't I didn't do that. But sometimes you really need to let yourself wonder if it was you to allow your perspective to shift a little bit. And if it was your magic, you know. Like, no, maybe it didn't wind up the way you expected, but maybe it wound up in a way that you have a hard time explaining without saying, oh, we're just lucky, or man, it's the strangest thing, or Mm -hmm. God, it went as good as it could have, all things considering. Like, sometimes when you say that enough times, there's something behind it. And I think because of how magic was portrayed, is often portrayed by, you know, fairy tales and media hollywood deep down a lot of us kind of expect magic to kick the door in and be like this fantastic thing you know that's going to pan out how we think it should and if it doesn't we might write it off a little bit or doubt it or just be like and you know maybe i'm looking for this maybe i'm looking for that you know and this didn't result from what i did and if we allow ourselves to doubt too much we might miss the whole positive outcome of our spell just as i you know could have by thinking my spell for abundance stopped at the hailstorm. But I didn't create the storm. And neither probably did you, or whatever the metaphorical or, you know, comparable storm is in this situation. But I weathered it with magic. And my magic somehow, I guess, Spared things that really shouldn't have been spared, and I can't tell you how, nor do I think there's a point in dissecting it, because it all comes Mm. back to belief, Mm -hmm. which is tricky, but belief in the magic that we perform and maintaining an open mind when we look at the results is so important, you know, and abundance is what I asked for and abundance is what I received because I was able to come back and pick like 10 fucking thick ass juicy cucumbers from my garden yeah! and inside and like there they are. And these cucumbers don't even show signs of impact while well, like my aloe on the front porch has like busted holes in it, but these cucumbers look fine. I don't mm-hmm. understand it. And if we just remember that magic is about intention, you know, we use that word all the time. We know that, but I think there's another half that is just as important. And that's perspective. And it's the two together that allow us to see our magic unfold in the world as it is, because perspective allows us to look at the world around us in maybe a different way. And if we can view things through a positive lens when it comes to our magic, you know, if we can see it in a way that we trust, maybe we can realize that things are happening around us as a result of our magic all the time. And no, maybe it's not the grand things that we're like doing the spells for, But maybe your dog happens to dig out, but it's like precisely when you happen to be watching. So you see them get out and you can go get them, you know, like every now and again. Yeah, that can be chance. But if things like that happen somewhat routinely, make a note of it, you know, like that's it's interesting to keep up with your magic and keep an open mind and look at things around you. And if you just if things in your home tend to have like those things like are protected like that, you know, like. Close calls seem to end okay. And, you know, like, sometimes it is you that is doing it. And these things matter, especially when you allow yourself to take notice. And silver linings aren't just for, like, chronic optimists. They're big time for witches. Because without looking at silver linings, we're damning our magic completely. Mm. We're kind of cuffing it. And we're only really, we're allowing it at that point to be recognized when it's an example of our kind of mental cinematic excellence of what we want the spell to be. Or, you know, when it pans out exactly how we want. But there's so many instances in which we don't necessarily get what we want, but we get what we need. And they might be fewer or they might be more than you think, because it's it's in these practices of looking for the silver linings that we can find the light spots, you know. And that's why I feel like perspective is important and in trusting your magic and to not immediately associate negative happenings to your spells, especially one like this that's so vast, but also in general, because odds are that's not the case, you know, and it really is only going to harm your craft to to think that way. Because if you did something with, you know, good intentions, no, I, I just I have a hard time believing that that's going to happen that way you know and at it i just i feel like that is just rooted in witchcraft is evil and you've always got to tread a careful line you got to be real careful you know and i think i'm happy to see steadily that is dissolving but we're also teetering at an edge in which that line is solidifying again um so it's just important to remember that, no, magic is beautiful. And when it is done, you know, with an intention that is what you want and something good and you're not trying to be malevolent, why then would it explode into a malevolent act? I, I don't yeah. buy it. And we owe it to ourselves to trust our magic and, you know, to not associate things, you know, like a bad thing with your sweet little money bowl spell or your prosperity magic. Yeah. You know, you are not, quote, evil, you know, nor nor do you make the weather. Sometimes shit happens. And, you know, maybe you made that money bowl and the big storm came and a tree did fall, but it missed your house or the car. You know, Mm -hmm. two things that would cost a lot of money or, you know, the car being a means of transport to work, even more money. You know, sometimes the act of being protected is an act of prosperity, and it's a show that your magic worked. And so we must, I think, meet intention in the middle with our perspective, because that leads to belief. It's when you really start looking at the results of what you do and doing it with the belief that, yeah, that could have come from you, buddy. Like, there's there's a real explosion that can happen, mm-hmm. I feel like, with your magic, when you truly finally put your faith in it, you know? And believe in it. And with that, I think the first step is observation and allowing yourself to look and see those silver linings and those moments of like obvious interference of some sort, you know, to where it gets to a point to where you're like, I don't think this is all chance. I don't think we're this lucky. And sometimes it's inexplicable. And trust those moments. Believe in them you know, and allow you to have a perspective of a witch and a witch that can make things happen. And no, maybe you can't stop a fucking big ass storm, but maybe everything won't be completely destroyed because of the work you do, because that's the only explanation I have. <laughs> that's all I've got. Yeah. And I'm not special. So, mm. you know, anybody, anybody I can you do are. this. Oh, well, you're you're sweet.
0: <laughs> yeah, I um, I I've actually dealt with this miss one of the first, kind of like you and I've told the story before, but kind of like your backpack story, your very first smoke cleansing and then you're like this is the devil, I shouldn't be doing this. Um, yes. You know, and and I've told you fully what happened, but I I won't go won't go into it in an instance of doing my first big like home protection spell. I got a call a little while later that someone died. <laughs> and for a very long time, I was like, well, I did this. All the universe oh, heard was. Fuck. Yeah. All the universe heard was like this specific thing that I wanted. And the way it made it happen was it killed a per. I killed a person with magic. But through the years, I've kind of been like, you know what? I think this thing that is bigger than me was gonna happen anyway, yes, and I think that some other things that happened that ended up basically fulfilling the spell that i I was doing the the on the smaller end of things, like how people reacted to that, I think was what was affected, and it's taken a long time to be like you know what i I don't think I murdered a person with magic I think that uh I think that things I think everything around that was maybe swayed a little bit.
1: But isn't that interesting that it felt more normal to assume that assume versus bad. assuming you didn't kill someone yeah. with magic? Because but, I was like, and oh I get shit, it.
0: I've I've asked the devil in into my heart.
1: Well, it was like when I, I gave Sean James the juniper bundle and then immediately they had like that unfortunate kind of string of bad luck. And I was like, <laughs> did I fucking curse <laughs> yeah. Sean James? I know I didn't. You know, now, but like even a little part of me then was like, damn, did I do, I do that? But that's ridiculous. Of course I didn't. You know, like it was a good, kind gesture done with like, a just like, here, be safe. You know, no, yeah. that's not what happened. But <laughs> I, because of the deep roots of what you're doing is wrong, don't you yeah. know it could spiral into the depths of hell? Mm. You worry. I love the metal. Yeah. Hey. I just so anyway, that's that just perspective and look around at what you are doing and allow yourself to think maybe I did that, you know, like maybe Mm -hmm. this did pan out in a way that's like, whoa, that's a surprise. Yeah, like I think I might have done this and keep note of it. Pay attention and things I generally and when I'm looking and I'm doing magic, things pile up like I can make a list. I can keep track of things that are like, damn, I know this resulted from that. But you have to pay attention.
0: So I guess to sum up, you could say you can't always get what you want.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You can't always get what you want. But mm-hmm. if you try sometimes, you, you might just find. might find. You get what you need. You get what you need. You get what you need. <laughs> that part of that song... Just that specifically that need has always sounded like a Toyota commercial to me. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why, man. It just hits me that way. That's awesome. Okay. Wow. I can see it. Hey Macy. Yeah. You know what time it is? It's Parent Time! After a little bit of a delay, but it's here now, in case you've been waiting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know you got there Oh, you're out there them hardcore collectors we got a new print coming and we have seen mock-ups and sketch-ups and we've seen the the the, the product you're gonna get and uh it's so darkly badass
1: it's so fucking metal it's so goddamn cool it's i love so it metal
0: it is a so homage much. to our past yes uh it's a warning for the future and it's just a really cool fucking looking print so keep your eyes it is. peeled
1: It is. It is out today, guys. Uh, This is fucking... I love it so much. And to me, this print... There's a lot going on being said with it. But I mean, as essentially, we have the burning witch here. And I think it's appropriate that it is on like the summer solstice. There's a lot of fire associated mm-hmm. here. You know, you see off the sun with fire. And like you said, it's a reminder of what those fires did mean and a reminder that we can be much more open now without worrying about being burned as a witch. But history doth repeat itself so oh, yeah, uh anytime. it's everything everything about this print is intense i love it so much uh we're gonna and i think since there was a delay with this one and really guys we're kind of just doing this as you know like lira is she's not a machine she's an artist and uh <laughs> so we did we did she's Miss a human being damn it she is. Yeah, spring. There was no spring print. So I don't know. I don't know if this is going to be... Are there going to be three prints this year? Or do we just do a big double-decker? We're going to find out. We're going to cross that bridge when we come to it. Because um, we did have two solid active years of quarterly. And that's a lot. That's a lot to produce. So uh, we've got this one. We're for sure going to have fall. Like, there's going to be for sure a Halloween print.
0: Like, there's always a to Halloween one. Man. Always. Um,
1: and we've got summer here. And we've got this print, which is just gorgeous. Let's run it. We're going to run it for... A whole,
0: a whole month, even though we're running it for a little bit longer than normal. Do not get lazy because when it is gone, it is gone. We've never been more serious. I feel like you guys are starting to know that right now. Okay. Yeah. When is this officially coming to a close? Never to return again. This is coming to a close,
1: never to return again on July nineteenth. So mm-hmm. at after, you know, midnight midnight that night, pre-orders for this print, because the art they are pre-order. So if you order one initially and you're wondering where is it, we wait until the orders close for us to print them so we know the quantity, because these are exact print collectors runs. And then we ship them out after signing them yeah and so it takes a little bit of time uh and so no the 19th is the last day so if you want this gorgeous summer print summer 2023 uh give it a look it's a wbahprintshop.com um really just fucking gorgeous work as always but this one really like stopped me in my tracks
0: yeah this one was was striking this this yeah. this has a lot of meaning on a lot of levels and uh i actually think it pairs quite nicely with your topic today to remember that you know you're not evil this is not evil um no but there was a time where <laughs> you you can get a little trouble uh as yeah. macy's so <laughs> yes history doth repeat itself so with all that said uh there is one more little thing i would like to, to say just to remind you guys that if you do purchase one of these there is a chance a uh, two of you guys out of however how many there are, will receive a print with a golden ticket. Yeah, man. On the back of it, and if that happens, send us a little photo, send us an email, let us know, and we will have us a little a little chit chat session. We'll hang out about yeah. an hour. Who knows? We'll, talk, we'll about talk about bullshit about, like what it's like we'll to have bullshit. tacos for hands. That was absolutely yeah. I've thought about that conversation many times since. It was then. a fun conversation. It was a really good one. Yeah. <laughs> So check it again uh once again th- check it again once again that is well bro oh, she, fucking Christ need to cut that out <laughs> let me try that again <laughs> All right so once again that is wbh printshop at gmail. <laughs> <laughs> kill me <laughs> I'm ready to I'm ready to eat uh okay once again that is wbhprintshop.com. Uh, I'm going to shift gears a little bit and yeah. uh, talk to you about a, a a stone, a stone of soap, except it's not soap, but it is soapstone. What? Yeah, I... Uh, in in researching this, I saw someone put like very, and they were very serious when they said it. But through their seriousness, it was hilarious. They put a very serious soapstone is not going to foam up when you wash your hands with it, but it would be a cool <laughs> <short laughs> trick if it did. Like. <laughs> but that was good to know because I was like, why why soapstone? And, and what, sure, but so. Soapstone is mostly comprised of talc. I'm talking about the same shit that gives baby powder its nice little silky smooth texture. Uh, There's also some chlorite, magnesiite, some other stuff that I can't say. But what I'm trying to say here is it is soft. It is so soft that you can easily carve it and shape it without, without doing much to it. Um, in okay. color, it is usually you've probably seen it. it. There's, it is usually carved into little figurines that you can find. <laughs> so it. it's cute. Little stone figurines.
1: They're big and, agape mouths.
0: Yeah, looking derpy with weird little hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's usually a gray, a bluish gray, greenish gray. Uh, but I have seen it mostly. I feel like it is like a reddish, like a reddish brown. Kind of a reddish, yeah, a rosy yeah. color sometimes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It can vary, though, depending on what else is inside of it. Like I said, it's mostly talc, so a lot of other stuff can kind of worm its way in there. Uh, it is, Macy, I don't know if we've ever had this before. It has a hardness of one on the most oh, scale. What? It's one. Just a little softy. You can scratch this some bitch with your fingernail. Sweet. Which is why when you when you do get it made into things, there is usually a protection coat put on. it. some kind of—I don't know—clear nail polish is probably harder. That's than this probably shit. what's going on. Yeah, it's probably exactly what it is. Uh, however, it is at the same time, though it's very soft, it is very, uh, it, very able to withstand high temperatures. It has excellent heat retention properties. Uh, so, fireplace stoves cookware oh, could be made out of soapstone which cookware made out of soapstone are you kidding me this one's fucking sweet that does it sounds uh, like a
1: really good like non-stick option yeah, that would like yeah. not give you the cancer i also like how they uh i like how they put the the like big googly eyes on the carved figurines
0: yeah i was gonna mention that there's uh there's usually a a big eye situation oh yeah i can't I can't wait to get my figurines out and take a little picture of them and and put them up for you guys because they're so derpy. Um... So but part part of this heat resistance and heat like management is soapstone can absorb heat, but radiate it back slowly at a steady even interval. So that makes it even better. Can you imagine having a fireplace, dude, with like some soapstone That sounds
1: so nice to just like press my body against when there's not a fire in it. But there was like a little bit
0: ago. A little bit ago, you know, and then (sighs) and then that thing, like if you do if you go to sleep and the fire kind of burns itself out, it's still going to be warming your house. Yeah. Um, Soapstone is also highly resistant to chemicals and acids. So it is used in a lot of laboratories as their countertops, at sinks, they'll store chemicals within like little cabinets of soapstone. Um, It is not a porous stone, which is surprising to me because I thought like a soft stone would be very porous, but no, it's not porous and it doesn't react with most substances. It's a very chill dude. Mm. Uh, However, outside of these very practical uses, People most often use them for carving little intricate sculptures and decoration uh, objects. And this is nothing new. Like you can get these around anywhere that they have uh, stones and gemstones. And your crystal store probably has little Mm -hmm. figurines made of soapstone. Um, But this is nothing new. This goes back for centuries and centuries and centuries, uh, making little, little... carved figurines for fun, but also for deity worship and religious – what's the word I'm looking for? Religious figurines, I guess? Some people choose to uh, put soapstone into their homes for countertops and, again, sinks, uh, because it imparts a very natural look to like your kitchen or your bathroom. Uh, Going on even stranger, soapstone can be used as flooring material, material due to its like durability and resistance to wear and stains soapstone's weird i feel like my feet would always feel
1: a little wet
0: i feel like it would always feel like a little warm you know like that feeling when you a toilet seat and somebody's just sat on that toilet seat like it's not wet but it it's weird it's like warm have i told you that
1: at least once a day, I think about when you told me that a uh, heated bidet would be like you're being pissed on. Have I told you that I
0: think about that all the time? Dude, I don't get it. I Listen, I don't understand heated bidets. Somebody out there explain heated bidets to me. Because, I'll explain it to you right now. It's shocking otherwise. Okay. No, no, no. I understand it from an emotional standpoint. Okay. Because I understand where you're like, oh, because that's that's the complaint I hear the most about bidets. It's like, oh, isn't it cold? Okay, yeah, sure, whatever. However, when you install a bidet, you can get a bidet that offers two uh, two different like cords and water inputs and you hook one up to your cold water and you hook up uh, one up to your like warm water. I don't understand because it takes a shower fucking 15 minutes to get hot. How is it going to be warm when it shoots into your asshole? I don't understand. I don't I don't understand know. How I wonder the work. same. Um, so I refuse. I think they're a scam. And I think everybody needs to suck it up and clean their assholes with the cold water. Feels great. Feels refreshing. Uh, also, it, yes, the warm water would feel like someone is pissing into your asshole. I, I don't. I scared. see. That's I where me. you lose me. You know, nope. I just. Also, we have said the P.I.S.S. word a lot. And I know that uh, I know that somebody out there really hates it. And every time we say it, they write and they're like, stop. <laughs> No, really? Um, so, yeah, I won't say their name, but you know who you are, and I'm very sorry to you. They are a very dear. Sorry friend for us. all
1: of the um I almost the said. I just, yeah. <laughs> I uh I like my mouth now just wants to keep saying it now that yeah, I I know, I know that hard. for some reason. It's hard. Um Wow. So okay.
0: All right. Yeah. Good okay. to know. I, I don't even I know history. how
1: we got here anymore.
0: I don't know. What is this show? I have history of soapstone for you. Uh, so, history, ha- history. soapstone has been used by ancient civilizations dating back, now this is at least, you know how that goes, at least 5,000 years. Uh, first used in regions such as like Egypt, Mesopotamia, um, it was carved into tools, utensils, and decorative objects. This is why soapstone is confusing to me. It seems on one hand to be incredibly soft, and on the other hand to be incredibly durable. So... Yeah, I don't know, man. But uh, in Egypt, soapstone was used for making amulets and small sculptures. And it was particularly popular uh, just due to how uh, abundant it was. So, okay, through Asia, it it has dated through the, uh, we can date carvings back to the Han Dynasty, which was 206 BCE BCE. Uh, and they often depict mythical creatures, gods, and scenes from daily life. You've probably seen these. It's like a whole scene, it's like a big block mm. of soapstone mm-hmm. that carves out like trees and people and Mm -hmm. just puts on these little scenes so medieval and renaissance times through europe soapstone gained popularity uh where because it was used for architectural purposes such as can you say it with me churches Uh, churches 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 it, the heat resistance made it uh, ideal for constructing. That's when we kind of started to see it being used for the fireplaces, ovens, hearths, that kind of things. Uh, but as with most things through the medieval times, big time religious symbolism, religious statues, altars made of soapstone, which sounds fucking lit. Uh, and then is. something else here that I saw called a font. I don't know what that is. You'll we'll okay. get an email. Okay. <laughs> Uh, the industrial Revolution and up into modern uses uh Soapstone has found some new applications. It's being made uh into like linings for furnaces, kilns, boilers, uh and also being used for insulation for steam mm. engines. And cool. uh, electrical equipment. So in the 19th and 20th century, soapstone was com- commonly used in uh, for laboratory countertops and for the chemical storage areas, which we've already talked about, uh, because it's non-reactivity. Today, mm. it is still valued for its heat resistance. So, still, very popular choice for fireplaces, which, like, I wasn't expecting. I thought this was just going to be, like, back in the day, the fireplaces were soapstone. You can still get this, and that sounds lit. I want one i want it um yeah i want one everything i saw said soapstone countertops were really they're favored because of their durability so i'm assuming like i and i, I couldn't really find much of an explanation here but like it, it seems like a durable stone but it is easily cut if that makes sense like you can't just bend yeah. it and snap it like a toy like it can take pressure
1: it but can it take will pressure carve.
0: it can take heat it can take impact uh, it can take impact, actually, surprisingly well. Uh, so but it doesn't you, cleave. Yes, it doesn't cleave, but you can scratch it with your fucking fingernail. So you better hope an axe doesn't fall on your head or something. Uh, another use that I just kind of wanted to slip in here. Uh, some people like to use soapstone for their pizza stones. And I think that's so cool. I don't know why. That just seems so badass. Have a little soapstone for your pizza stone. Uh,
1: I want a pizza stone so bad. And I've been saying that for years and I just need to do it. I just need to get one, but it's do like one it. of those get things I continuously stone. say, like I need a pizza stone and I never get one, but like yeah. I would use, I would use it
0: to bake so many things on. Ooh, I want one in a soap stone one. Ooh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Especially with that heat, like the way it would just kind of calm the heat down. Cause here's what I like to do when I bake things, I like to get it about three fourths of the way there and then turn the heat off and kind of let the residual heat do the work, because I just, yeah, and let it just kind of cook from the inside. It, yeah, it just turns out better for some reason. I don't know why. Maybe it's because I can be lazy and just walk away. But okay, so soapstone is uh, uh, traditionally this is interesting used as a material for markers and chalkboards. So it's got Hmm. a smooth surface that makes it easy to write on with chalk or with something called a soapstone pencil, and it can be easily erased. So a lot of chalkboard material is soapstone, or at least like a liquefied or soapstone is is added into it in some way or another. Of course, we still make figurines out of them. Mostly these days, they are decorative objects, and you can pick them up at little tchotchke stores and things like that um and also pretty popular get out of here fly pretty popular for bathroom vanity tops again because of the chemical resistance um cleaners your makeup remover yeah shit not like porous
1: it's not porous
0: yeah not porous so it's not going to be stinky or fall apart like other porous material that you could keep dude in i'm bathroom. in i
1: want it on my floor i want it on it my seems counters. very sanitary like
0: yeah give it to me yeah um Let's see. I also have here a story that I saw, uh, talking about someone's soapstone purchasing experience. So I have there was there was this family who decided to renovate their kitchen. They wanted to install a soapstone countertop, but they were concerned about because they, you know, they had heard soapstone soft, soapstone soft. They were concerned about their clumsy nature, and they often dropped things or you know, high heat, stuff like that. So they were talking with a countertop installer, and they said, like, Hey, listen, is this gonna survive frequent frequent kitchen mishaps? And the installer apparently told him, Well, if you manage to break the soapstone, we might have to start considering it for construction helmets. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cute. So little anecdote. Yeah, there's that it was very dry that'd be kind of cool what if they Ooh, but you could
1: like it'd be heavy if, as fuck the world it would be Probably. heavy but the world could be so much more creative like what if you could like carve like you could get like little reliefs carved into your construction hat you know like your interests and hobbies are carved into your construction hat your hard hat yeah that'd be, that'd be sweet sick. like that's why you should I be able to decorate did... your hard hat with stickers
0: You should be able to decorate everything, man. I I used to, like, I, in middle school and in high school, well, I guess not middle school, because I wasn't driving in middle school, but in high school, there was someone who had a car, and they were one of the first of us to get a car, so it was very, they got a lot of attention. They covered that bitch in bumper stickers. Tip to tail. Covered it. And I loved that. I (laughs) loved it. And I remember one day we were driving, and, um... Who I was with saw it, and they were like, that's tacky. They were like, that's so tacky. And I remember being like, kind of taking that attitude for a little while, and I was like, that's tacky. You know, and then you hear people being like, well, why would you get a tattoo? Because you wouldn't put a bumper sticker on a Mercedes, you know, or whatever, right? And I was yeah. very like, mm, no, that's tacky. But now, listen, I'm in my 30s. I'm almost dead. <laughs> come don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I... I am such a fan of customizing things when when you get a chance. Because why not? It's the same thing as the, like, decorate your meat suit. Decorate your meat suit. Yeah. Decorate the habitat that you keep your meat suit in. Why not? Sure. Yeah.
1: And and, and I get
0: get particularly pissed off when you hear about things that, like, don't have any... uh, For example, this is not a real thing. Or it might be. I don't fucking know. But that's my point. If you were, say, you had a construction hat that you had to wear, and you were to cover it with stickers, and then they were like, you can't do that. And you're like, well, why? Is it dangerous? Is it flammable? Like, is it causing some kind of problem? They're like, mm, no, nah, just can't do it. I hate that kind of like bullshittery. Just, you can't do it because I said so. I don't like it. Shut yeah. up. I do anything I want. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. It should be. Let's get into the uh, the metaphys. Let's talk about some magical properties of soapstone. Soap right. so, soap believed to have grounding properties. Uh connecting an individual with the earth's energy and promoting stability. Uh, and it can also help you ground during meditation practices. So if you It does that, seem
1: very earthy.
0: Yes. Yeah. It seems very deep down in there. There's also a tie to emotional healing and soothing, uh, because it calms the mind, it eases your stress, anxiety, any kind of like a uh, hardcore like raging turmoil that you've got on going on on the inside it can kind of soothe that it's almost like it is taking that heat from you yeah. and kind of instead of having you experience it all once like a big punch it can kind of help calm it down and maybe drag it out for a little bit which i know sounds like a bad thing but it it, it makes it more even and you can deal yes. with it on a more even keel Soapstone. off. That's how I
1: like do grief is like in small bites. Like my brain will be like, we're going to open the tap. All right. There's a little bit, a little bit of sip, sip. All right. Turning it off. Go back. You're like an elf.
0: You'll die if you feel too much grief. (laughs) I actually might. (laughs) So you just have to like, you know, you can't talk about the lament to Gandalf for you to the grief is still too near. Um, I have to really regulate. Yeah, yeah, yeah soapstone listen here opens the third eye and can facilitate soapstone opens your third eye facilitates a spiritual insight connection to the higher realms and can enhance spiritual communication it also protects you it can absorb and transmute negative energy again it's not porous you know i feel like it's not going to be soaking up soaking up the bad stuff but it can kind of you know get that radiation heat you know kind of soak up that 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 negativity and and change it into something else like you don't want to jump into a hot fire but like a soapstone that's nice and warm because there was just a fire on it that's nice dude Uh, i wonder are can you get like soapstone hot stones for massages Ooh. you know actually that would be actually really helpful because a lot of people use river stones which are porous and um listen when i was a massage therapist i would clean those bitches to industry standards every time and i'm just saying being in the industry i'm not saying everyone does just saying be careful who you get your hot stone <laughs> massage from. okay gross uh there's also a lot of soapstone carved ritual, ritual tools and altar de- decorations. I have seen soapstone athames all the time. Now that I think about it, um, those kind of red brown carved stone yeah, ones. Sweet. Uh And of course, you can use soapstone to hold a specific meaning and be kind of symbolic. So. The shapes that you get it in, animals, deities, sacred symbols, uh, they can be used within your spell work or just to have on your altar. Now, this is where we get interesting. Keeping soapstone near the bed or under your pillow enhances dream recall and promotes vivid or lucid dreaming as it connects you to the, uh, the dream realm and deepens the level of consciousness or deepens the level of... Um, unconsciousness is that right during sleep it puts you deeper in you're in a deeper sleep that's Uh,
1: surprising i wouldn't think of getting dreamy with this but i feel like that does make sense as to why a lot of incense holders are carved from
0: soapstone yeah this is one of those stones that i wouldn't see it coming but it seems to have an incredible like earth tie grounding tie but at the same time also be kind of up in that third eye area and help with dream work and speaking to spirits and stuff like that um in a lot of traditions throughout uh, uh, throughout America, we have uh, a tie to spirit guides, but that is kind of particularly within the indigenous indigenous American cultures. That didn't seem to be mm-hmm. like all over. Um, and now, Macy, you're gonna have to help me. Ayurvedic medicine, help me pronounce. I mean, it's a tricky one for in m- 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 me
1: too, okay. but Ayurveda. Okay.
0: um well it's ayurveda within that medicine soapstone is known as Gandhak or Shaligram. now let me smell spell these for you smell these for you g-a-n-d-h-a-k or s-h-a-l-i-g-r-a-m They uh, possess cooling properties and can help to balance heat or inflammation in the body and support clear communication and self-expression. So I thought that was interesting. Mm. That is neat. And um, the last thing I have here in kind of a metaphysical way that you can use soapstone is because it does come in a lot of different colors, particularly the colors that do align to like energy centers, chakras and stuff, you can use those to help balance when placed on or near them particularly because they can be carved it'd be cool to put like a you know what would be fun for me is like a a seagull shaped soapstone for my throat like i feel like yeah that's a good idea right i feel like that would just work and get it in like blue get like a blue soapstone carved seagull with its mouth open red eyes and put that bitch on a necklace
1: Yeah, I mean, even just yeah, that's a that's an interesting idea, which and I like I like layered (laughs) use of animal energy. Anyway, I just think Uh it's it's neat, the different ways you can use animal energy. But this is interesting now, too, in like regards to what you were saying, with like the communication aspect and kind of getting Mm -hmm. into those higher planes, because I feel like you're connecting deeper to that energy of Mm. the animal in that yeah. way like you're yeah. you're reaching the spirit what else, of that animal
0: what else is a good communication animal i guess bats or anything like dolphins um what else could what could you say communicates well
1: cicadas so yeah man they are all about
0: screaming i yeah. love it and if you've got a really they, underactive throat maybe that could be maybe that could be helpful for you
1: yeah it's like it's like Literally, they have gone from making no noise for like over a decade to crawling out of the (sighs) earth and screaming
0: Yeah, the entirety
1: of their life until they die.
0: And perhaps if you have an overactive throat, an overactive throat (laughs) chakra, excuse me, maybe you could get like a a, like a luna moth, like something that doesn't even have a mouth. And it just sort of knows how to. You know exist and not have a mouth. I would hate that. Can you imagine just being just evolving to starve to death? Shut up, it blows,
1: man, especially after such like. And I know they melt when they're in the, the that I don't or understand, whatever. dude. I watched I know. a video, it's very
0: confusing. I don't get it, but like, I don't believe that they're from here. They're aliens before, before they it.
1: melt and they're like they got to gorge themselves as a caterpillar, yeah, so it yeah, blows baby. that post melt and rebuild. It's like, remember all that, yeah. smorgasbord. Yeah. You don't get that you know, no more, never, you starve to death. Never again, you have no mouth.
0: Never again, you suck. You get to fuck and then die. Yeah,
1: that's it. Uh, but It's bummer. Real
0: bummer. <laughs> Did I tell you about the time I stepped on a Luna Moth and screamed and scared the shit out of a child? <laughs> no. Were you there? I No. I think it was Russ that was there. We were all just kind of standing in a circle in my parents' land before, I think it was like before the house was filled. And there was a kid there. I don't think it was Ashton. I don't. Remember, it was, it was a small child and the Luna moths were out, you know, and I remember one came fluttering by and the kid was very like, oh, look. And then I was like, oh, neat, you know, and I we went back talking for a little bit and I went to take a step backwards and everybody was like, no, no. And I stepped right on it. I stepped right on it. Murder them real good. And then I was like, what are y'all saying no for? And I lifted my foot and I see this like giant, beyond green moth and i don't for some reason my response was to scream at the top of my lungs i get it sometimes you just get surprised you i was know? surprised and i think i probably imparted some trauma onto that child <laughs> <laughs> they're like every time i see a luna moth i scream i don't know what's up why do, why do i do this why do I? what's happening <laughs> anyway wow wowzers that's all i got that was six to
1: say are you done i'm done bye all right wow
0: um, <laughs> yeah in my notes it said make sure you end on a really weird story about murdering a lunamoth. so i did that well I'm done now. you did that so mm-hmm. i think you fulfilled your you fulfilled your notes yes yes um speaking of fulfilling my notes you know what i'm gonna go do yeah. right after this what i'm gonna go dive in to that some bitch queen charlotte and start taking my notes because if you guys aren't aware okay We got a little show called Simply Captivating. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we do. Well, podcast we do. Simp Cap. Simply Captivating. It's over on our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Wabah podcast. There is all of the Simp Cap episodes that we've ever done. So the entirety of the first season of Farmer Wants a Wife, which, listen, we got bad news today. (laughs) 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 Love is officially dead, as Teresa says. It is dead. Mm -hmm. this might this will mean something to about 1% of you guys out there. Megan and Hunter have gone their separate ways. All four found no love. No wives. No, wives, no wives to be found. No wives. Uh, the, the farmers did not find wives. They should be all be on season 2. It should just be these guys over and over and over until they get wives. It should just be. Farmer so doesn't find a wife. I mean, like they did not fulfill the title of the show whatsoever. Nope. Like I feel cheated. nobody. I feel like wife. they should have made them get legally married to their choice at the end of the show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Look at these higher stakes. I yeah. don't understand, but we are doing Queen Charlotte right now. It's a whole yes. different change of gears. Uh, on thursday we're releasing our take on episode five of queen Mm. charlotte we work our way through every week so we don't watch you ahead it hurts us physically but we do it for y'all uh i don't know
0: i have no idea we're coming to the
1: end i know that much oh it's it's definitely five because i know that what i just watched is not the last episode period (laughs) (laughs) so it should be
0: five i think there's only six Dude, I thought there was eight. Oh, that's, that's sad. But if you, um, excuse me, if you would like to listen to us talk about it, you can also, listen, there's, there's more perks here. Let me let me rattle off these perks. You can be a part of our Patreon shout out segment. Get your name in a song. Come on, dude. Uh, get access to extra content. We got spells, blogs, other exclusive content over there. Access to a private Patreon. Nope. A private Facebook group where we do monthly live streams. And depending on your tier, we do have the one or the two monthly bonus episodes. And of course... What you are all truly interested in, simply captivating. You better be. Listen, yeah. it's
1: we have a good time over there. And, and yes. you don't even really have to watch the shows, I think, to have some fun with it. Uh, because we tell the story. And each week, Charlie and I are showrunner. We alternate. And one tells mm-hmm. the story and the other kind of comments on what all goes down. As we as we work our th- way through the seasons, we're working up, cooking up the next thing now. And also, a note on the lives, guys. There's one tonight, if you're listening to this. Live, in the coven, 5 p.m. CST. A Summer solstice live, yeah, over over there. Come join us. Come come hang for a little bit. We'll talk about the summer. Yeah, well, we'll I talk met about... you in the summer.
0: In the blah, summer. Blah, 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 blah. I hate that song. I <laughs> we'll have a good time. We'll have a good and, uh, time, and we come over for that. Also, I, I, what else? Uh, yeah. But we do have an email address where you can send advertising inquiries. Uh, we also have spooky soda inquiries over there. Just make sure you put spooky in the subject line. That is WBAHpodcast at gmail.com. Macy, tell them where they can come eat with us.
1: Come eat with us over on Facebook at www.facebook.com uh, slash, I don't know, witch amateur hour. If, or you can just search the witch <laughs> like amateur it. hour
0: or in the search group. In the description oh, yeah, box. you can
1: find that, too. Search the group. Uh, find it somewhere. It might be in communities. They change it all the fucking time. Who knows? Uh, there's the private Facebook coven where the lives happen and then the public coven that's still private. You got to ask to join it. Um, but yeah, answer the little questions. You get let in and uh, you can see what all is happening over there in the coven. All sorts of shit happens over there.
0: Instagram. In the coven. In the coven. Insta Jim guards the gates of our Instagram at which bitch amateur hour, where we're going to yep. put pictures of uh, that soapstone, those soapstone goofs, goobers. Yeah. Ooh, and you
1: can go and space those. alien bug body Ronald
0: McDonald. Oh, God. Yeah. With that weird creepin' hamburger in the back.
1: Yeah. 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 Looky Lou over there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We got a tweet at bitch hour. And uh, yeah, bro. we do have an OnlyFans still, OnlyFans.com slash Wobah podcast. And uh, listen, it might not be too much longer before we got some more spooky content going on over there. So I don't know. Hold on to we your butts. Might. Well, um, listen, I'm speaking of, uh, as, as we said in our, our print, which, by the way, guys, don't forget the print. W-B-A-H dot com. Speaking of tacos for hands, I got tacos waiting on me in the kitchen.
1: Oh, go eat oh.
0: them, bro. Go eat them yeah. tacos. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah,
1: yeah. I salute you.
0: Uh, on your
1: <laughs> dinner endeavors, um, I'm and I my bid thee farewell when
0: I go down on these tacos.
1: No, they'll just look yeah. at how good you've got it and be like, you know what, they good will. for you.
0: They'll be jealous. They yeah. can have
1: a bite with yeah. you. Yeah, they can. Yeah. Just a spirit bite.
0: Yeah. Nom, 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 nom. Nom, nom. Oh, I hated that. That was the bad. i need here macy here's your homework get a heated bidet squirt it into your asshole then have someone piss into your asshole and tell me if there's any difference that's your homework the first
1: part of that assignment is very doable
0: (laughs) you don't think you could find someone to piss into your butt no okay uh (laughs)